Okay, Pushing Rubber, episode 94, coming at you here, um, 10 days after the big event, uh, this is Adam Piggott, still alive, still drinking beer, still sitting in my, stu- still sitting in my lovely study for now. Um, for those of you who only listen to the podcast and don't follow the blog, I can't imagine who'd do that, but if there's anyone out there who does that. By the way, if there's, if there's anyone who only listens to the podcast and doesn't follow the blog at all, like no written words, just 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 let me know in a comment on the on the podcast, on the actual SoundCloud thing or something, or iTunes, just because just I can't understand why. <clears throat> But anyway, um, if you haven't been following along with recent events, uh, about 10 days ago, I got home from work after a long week at work. It was Friday, Friday two weeks ago, so, you know, 10 days ago, 11 days ago. And the good wife had packed her bags and put them in her car and had graciously sat it out because I'd, I'd gone to the gym, so it was... It was seven o'clock at night by the time I got home, so the poor girl must have been sitting there in a bit of anxious state for a couple of hours, um, and uh, informed me that uh, yeah, that um, that uh, it was the marriage ten years is down the drain. So that was uh, that was interesting. Uh, how did I take it? I kind of sat down on a chair and went ah. Oh. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, she rationalised her decision. Um, and then off she went into the night to some fucking girlfriend's house. It had obviously been clued up months in advance before I had. And so I had the weekend to myself. It was pretty shit. <laughs> That's been, I mean, not fucking around here. Not mucking about, not mincing words. It was a pretty shit weekend. It was pretty shit. On levels of shit, I'd call it the shittiest. <laughs> yeah, Saturday was bad. Um, didn't really sleep that much. I went to bed early because I just couldn't handle staying up. I thought, let's just turn the brain off and go to bed. And that went fine until I woke up at 1.30 in the morning. That wasn't good. Ah, oh, that wasn't good at all. Uh, that was that was that was the opposite of good. Uh, eventually, I pulled myself out of bed at some horrible early hour, and then I basically just sat at my desk all day, uh, cruising the internet and calling people, family mostly back in Australia, um, letting them know what had gone down, because I got no bro network here. Um, And uh, yeah, everyone was like, I think the <clears throat> the most common reaction was something along the lines of what the fuck? Uh, because uh, the relationship they have with the good wife, the ex-good wife, is, has been kind of like the standard that everyone in our social circle has held it to because it's been so strong, supposedly. Um, so, I mean, complete bewilderment by everybody, including her side of the family too. So I had... Um, 
my brother-in-law came around on Saturday night to see me, to see how I was going, which was good of him. And uh, he's married to my wife's sister, so he's outside the family like I am. And he's just like, just couldn't believe it, man. And then on Sunday, I actually went around to their place and I saw I saw her sister, my wife's sister. My sister couldn't believe it. She was just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Everyone's like, what the fuck? I saw it coming a few weeks ago when the wife suddenly started showing me how to pay all the bills in Holland that she'd been taking care of since we got here because it's all in Dutch and it's all very confusing. And I was just like, well, you just fucking do it. I mean, I, I've been doing it for the, for the last nine years in Italy and Australia. Just, you fucking do it. So suddenly she was showing me how to do it. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? I wonder. Oh. Got upset when couldn't transfer my mobile phone account from her main account to the joint account. Suddenly got upset about that. Why are you getting upset, I wondered. Oh. Hmm. So Saturday was bad, Sunday was worse. If Saturday was bad, Sunday was the absolute fucking pits. Um, that was a really shitty day. This is two weeks ago, not the weekend that's just gone. It's, this is two weeks ago. That was a really bad day. Go off to work, and I worked last week, and I was all right at work because, man, work was okay. You know, I get up early, five o'clock in the morning, and I, I go to work and I get there and uh, I work all day and I work hard and I don't, and I not just concentrate on, you know, doing the best job I possibly can. And uh, then I go to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and traffic shit coming back anyway. So I don't get back until, you know, probably about five in the afternoon, some of that, six if it's a gym day. Um, and then I eat, and then I'm tired, and then I try and bang out an article or a post or something, and then I sleep. So I didn't have time or week really to think. Not much at all. Uh, work was worried, incredibly worried, because they really liked me and their light didn't want to lose me. And so um, I, I don't want to give anything away, but let's just say there may be an offer I can't refuse. So... I'm staying in Holland. My initial reaction was to run back to Australia. And I, when I spoke to my family on the Saturday, the day after it happened, it was like, I'm coming back. I'm just going to come back, man. I'm coming back. I'm going to come back to Perth. Just start again from zero. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm just going to come back. And my dad was very unkeen on this. He was like, you don't want to do that, man. You don't want to do that. And I was like, nah, nah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Ah, come back. Start again from zero in Perth. Fucking Perth. Fuck me dead. Uh, and look, that's a natural reaction the day after. You want to be around family and friends, people you know. But in reality, when shit like this goes down, the most important thing you can do is to stay calm, which is impossible to do, which means... Don't make any major decisions. Don't make any major decisions in this time, in that initial period. Like uh, a mate of mine was telling me, uh, Milo in the first book contacted him and he was just, he couldn't believe it, man. He's absolutely dumbfounded. He's like, oh my God. 
And he's like, dude, just don't make any major decisions. Right now. And he was telling me about a mate of his who basically had this exact same thing happen to him and immediately just went down to the local garage and sold sold a $30,000 car for $8,000. Then fucking put his house on the market and just sold. Just wanted to just, just rid himself of any of the entire life and basically fucked himself so much more. And afterwards was like, you know, a year later was like, oh, why did I do that? Ah, oh, why did I cost? I mean, real estate agents and, and used car salesmen must, uh, this must be the stuff of their fucking wet dreams. Yeah? Husband's been thrown on the bonfire by the wife, comes in and I'm like, fucking take it off my hands! Fucking take it off my hands! Ah! Cats look at me and they're like, what the fuck? What are you doing, man? His ears are going back. He's like, oh, what's wrong? Uh-huh. But that must be the stuff of wet dreams for used car sales of real estate agents. Oh, I've got... Ah, oh, your wife's left you. Just come in, please. Sit down. Hold all my calls. Hold them all. I don't. I don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't care who calls me. Just fucking don't disturb me. I'm doing business here. Yeah. So. So last week I just basically worked. Went to the gym. Ah, oh, the gym session on Monday was the worst gym session of my life. I couldn't even lift my warm-up lifts. I, I, I got, somehow I got, I struggled through my squat, but I didn't. And then I got to the bench press and I got one set in after the warm-up and I gave that up and walked out the door. It was that bad. It's amazing how much your headspace is so important. Um, to be able to uh, handle stuff like this, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty brutal. Wednesday was better, Friday was uh, all right. And then I went to the gym uh, on Monday and uh, this week and they fucking shut it for three days because they're putting a new floor down. You could have bloody told us, you stupid pricks, and then make the whole journey there for nothing. Uh, how do people run small businesses? I do not know. Anyway. Friday night last week, that was the low point, and that's because the good wife, we'd organised for her to come around, and uh, we just had, I hadn't called her, I was like, I'm not calling her, uh, just a, a few text messages, because she was away for work, because she works yeah, Monday to Friday in another European country, and uh, a new contract just started. And she came in and, and oh man, I should have so, I, how should I, this is how I should have played it, boys. And so if you're ever in this situation, living to this, I want you to take notes right now. Okay. The way that I should have played it was she comes in and she was happy when she came in the door. She was like, she was obviously, she's making a big effort and blah, 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 blah. What I absolutely should have done was be fucking cool as a cucumber. Yeah, man, hey, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's happened, whatever, man. Works offered me this, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, we'll do this, blah, 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 blah. And just get a fucking brain ticking like, have I made the wrong decision here? Was leaving leaving this guy a big, a bad, bad decision? Was this a big mistake? Unfortunately, I did the exact opposite of that. I basically lost my shit. Because I'd had a whole week to build it up. <laughs> And I really hadn't had anyone here properly. Guys at work have been great. Um, but I didn't have any old mates to talk to about it. 
and yeah, it went really badly. Like uh, it, uh, it went about as badly as it could have gone, I suppose. Ah, uh, horrible, horrible. Just oh man, I didn't beg, uh, but oh my god, god, god. But hey, hey, do as I say, not as I do. Right? We're only human. We're only human. And so the bottom, the absolute bottom of this whole fucking journey so far was Saturday. That's just gone. Because I just fucking fully fucked up the night before. And uh, Saturday was the worst. That was the pits. Because I, I sent her an email and just said, all right, blah, 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 blah. And she didn't respond. And she always responds, man. She always responds. She didn't respond. She didn't respond Saturday. She didn't respond Sunday. So... Yeah, it wasn't a good weekend. And of course, I'm not working, so now I've got time to think. Hmm. Not good. But! But. But. I know you're all depressed right now. You're all listening to this guy. Ah! Holy shit! Holy shit, just get me a blunt knife so I can start, you know, sawing away at my wrist while I'm listening to this crap. I know that's what you're thinking right now. Monday morning, this week. Two days ago, Monday I woke up, and it was like I was awakening from a dream state. It was like for the last 10 days I'd been underwater and slowly not being able to breathe and not being able to do anything about it. And suddenly, suddenly I was good. I woke up on Monday and I was calm and I was rational and logical. I drove to work and I was getting stuck behind trucks and stuff like that in the way to work. I didn't care. I didn't care. I wasn't trying to get past them or anything like that. I just I was relaxed. I was cool. That's what I was. I was cool. I was like, alright. Okay. Here we are. Here we are. And where are we? So um spent the last ten years so I'm 47, um, building up with the good wife to a point where, and we really, you know, when we got together, I spent most of my adult life gallivanting around the world and hadn't really got serious about everything. So we were starting from scratch, you know, at, at that age. Um, and she's eight or nine years younger than me. So the last 10 years it was building up and we finally, we bought the house here, we moved to Holland, we bought the house. Uh, we've, we've got all that stuff over the last 10 years, everything in the house. We don't really need anything. We've, you know, every bit of furniture we've selectively purchased, you know, always buying as good as we can possibly afford. So the whole, it was all worked out. It was all, we'd finally, after 10 years of, of really scrimping and scrape, saving and struggling and, and we got to where we needed to be and then she's pulled the plug. By the way, you're probably thinking, why? Why has she pulled the plug? Um, well, like I said, on the, I wrote an, an article in the second dose about frame and losing frame. And I think losing frame has been a big big part of it. Um, I'd, I'd probably put the blame, most of the blame on that. Uh, it, it doesn't help that we're in a society where women are not have really no consequences. They have no immediate consequences for um, pulling the pin on a marriage. 
they definitely have medium and longer term consequences, but by the time those rock around, it's too late anyway. And for me, the door's shut now. The door's shut. Um, I, I, Monday was the door shut. Because I was having a bad day for 10, uh, having a bad time for 10 days because the door was open in that time. And while the, while the door was open, everything was still in the line. Um, but for me, once the door's shut, the door's shut. And I have to say, looking at this, going forward, um, the in the future when I look at hooking up again, and it's it's going to be a while in the future because I'm fucking in no rush to even look at another female. Tell you what, the most important trait in any potential partner in the future that I'll be looking for is loyalty. That's the number one. That's number one. That's absolutely number one is loyalty. So how do you gauge that? How do you identify that? How do you find it out? I think I think a, a woman's relationship with her family is extremely important. And uh, especially her father. It's got to be healthy. It's got to be strong. and it, 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 She can't have been let down by her father in a, in a major way when she was growing up. Um, that's, that's really key. Um, I don't, if you're looking for a woman with loyalty, then that means her loyalty can't be divided. No divided loyalty, which means no woman with a career. Absolutely not. Because that's a divided loyalty. And my wife has a major career and that's where the loyalty has gone. I hope it keeps you warm at night, sweetie. I'd even go so far as to say no female with a university degree. Because A, her brain's been poisoned. B, she's got fucking student debt. Fuck that shit. Not interested. Not interested. Girls, if you're looking, I'll tell you what. I'm going to think I'm going to run majorly with this over the next... Uh, few years because it's going to become a big part I think of where modern men if they're serious about a relationship that's not going to go get nuclear on them then you I don't think you can even consider a woman who's got a university degree I think I think they're out of the picture I don't care what a degree is I don't care I don't care if it's the best degree she could have chosen, if it's the most sensible degree. The fact that she's gone for a degree means she put that before being a wife and mother. The degree says it all. If she got a job in a hairdresser's or fucking a supermarket or whatever, that's fine. A girl has to buy pretty things. But a degree, that's 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 saying I want a career. And if you're saying you want a career, then you're saying you don't want a family. If you don't want a family, well, I don't want to know you. So loyalty, and you've got to gauge that loyalty by how they've approached their life. 
very, very important. All the usual stuff on top of that, the cock carousel, yeah, all of that stuff, really, really important. Does this mean then, so if you're in a modern Western world, in a modern Western country, intelligent girls, are they all going to get a degree? The answer has to be almost certainly yes. Which means more simple girls. The ones who are happy with, hey, you're the wife and mother, you're looking after the house, I'm doing the, bring the money inside, I'm in charge. The ones who are really happy with that, who are like, yep, that's what I want. I think that's got to be the... Because I've always gone for the fucking superstars and got them. Like there's that whole the whole thing about the hot crazy matrix and you've got, you know, how hot they are, how crazy they are, and you've got that line and, you know, who do you marry and rah, rah, rah. Uh, I watched that. The first time I watched that, it was just like, it was pretty funny because uh, he had the unicorn thing in the in the far bottom right corner. Really hot and not, not crazy. And I... That's what my wife was. Really hot. Not crazy at all. Never broke my balls once. Was happy if I was having a good time and she wasn't involved. Just wanted to see me happy. Um, the antithesis. I mean, shit tests a couple at the start and then never. No shit tests. Just completely uncrazy. Completely uncrazy. To the point that I made the mistake of assuming that not all women are like that. That she was not like other women. But fundamentally at heart, even if they're not crazy, still a woman. And will still rationalise her behaviour if it suits her immediate agenda. Which is exactly what's happened. Um, what could I have done different? What could I have done different? That's a great question. Not move to Holland. That would have been a good start. Not losing my frame. Um, let's say we still moved to Holland uh, July last year, but I, I know what's going to happen if Blah, 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 blah. What am I going to do differently? Um, I just have to take charge, I suppose. I'd have to take charge in the beginning of the bills. All the little things. Show that I'm still in control, even though it's her space. Make more decisions. Not defer to her because it's her home country and I don't speak the language. Do much better in learning the language been very lazy on it I think I learned Italian so well and so quickly because I was so determined to prove that I could learn another language to myself uh, well I know now that I can do that so it's like oh another language I've done that why do I need to do that again um, so I've been pretty slack at it um, there are a couple of things other things I, I do but that's a bit private so I won't talk about that on a, on a podcast you dirty bastards 
Um, do I think she's made a huge mistake? Fuck yeah, I really do. Um, but she's absolutely convinced that this is uh, this is the right move for her, and I'm not going to talk her out of it. I'm not going to talk her out of it. That's just not happening. I'm fucking not doing it. Not doing it many years. So here I am, 47, released on the world. Um, I gotta. I'm look. I'm gonna tell you. There's gonna be some adventuring. There's gonna be some adventuring. I'm not staying put in Holland. I am staying with the same company, but I'm not staying put in Holland. There's gonna be a bit of adventuring. So, and I'm single. So I am now the true gentleman adventurer. Like I wrote that on as my moniker on my blog. Well, that's it now. Yeah, be careful what you wish for, eh? Um, it's back. It's gonna be back to living out of a bag again. Uh, which is uh, kind of depressing in a way. I just like having my own house with all my stuff and I can walk in the door and throw my bag on the couch and I'm just fucking, I'm home. I like that. I like that. And that's now, that's now for the immediate future out the door. But hey, don't cry into your milk. Just, just get on with it. Just get on with it. Um, I wrote the post on the weekend that, you know, revisiting you don't need game in marriage, that you do, yeah, you do, you do, I was wrong, I was wrong, yeah. Um, what else? Wedding rings off my hand, I took that off on Monday, finally, that's coincidentally when it was like, you know, head came out of from below water. Um, and, uh. What else did I do differently? My wife was my buddy. She was also a friend. Um, which is one of the things I'm going to miss her a lot. Maybe that's something I won't do again. Because I've gone with exceptional women that I can be never bored with. But maybe that's okay to be a little bit intellectually not stimulated because I've always I've always gone after the full package sexually stimulated intellectually stimulated just you know hit all my buttons and you're playing with fire you're, you're flying too close to the sun and you know what happens when you fly too close to the sun you get burned badly honestly the last 10 years have been sensational, fantastic relationship, just absolutely brilliant in every form. Couldn't have asked for more. A real dream run. And maybe that's the big that's the big uh, warning sign, you know, because that burns out. That level of that level of, we got we got comfortable with each other, so it wasn't the what it had been before. And I think that's why she's left. And I think that's what she's going to look for. I know she's not going to find it. She might find it in bits and pieces here and there. She might find it in bits and pieces here and there. But you know, she's not going to. She's not going to find it. But that's what she's after. She's after that dopamine hit. And to a certain extent, I can understand that. Maybe. Well, I can't really because I'm not that disloyal. It's a disloyalty, I suppose, that's really hit me hardest. 
the disloyalty. That's the thing that's really hit me hardest. Because when I when I married her and stuck the, the, the ring on her finger, I, for me that was, that was, we work at it. And this has really been the one and only rough patch of our marriage. And suddenly, boom, gone, rough patch gone. So good times and then bad, meh, good times. <laughs> the thing is, anyone can do good times. It takes no fucking special ability to do good times. Anyone can do good times. It's the really bad times that count. The really bad times. You see what you're made of. You see if you're going to stick it out. So um, it's pretty interesting being un unleashed, I suppose, in the world now at 47, but being as red pill aware as I am now, because my red pill awareness and my game awareness and my whole awareness thing is light years ahead of what I was 10 years ago. Absolutely light years. Uh, and I've already had a couple of interactions with girls where I've just, as a, a newly single man, where I just thought I'd poke and prod, and holy shit, it's like, it's like, it's like pigeon shooting, I suppose. When the pigeons are drugged, and standing still or walking around in a circle I tell you it's gonna be brutal but I'm not I'm not going there yet I'm not the type and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm staying away from chicks because I don't want to I don't want to run the risk of some sort of short-term infatuation where I lose my mind and and do the old substitution uh, you know the old substitution effect I'm not gonna go down that path because that's just that's just the path of pain the path of pain. Um, so, yeah, man, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at, guys. That's where I'm at. Hey, look, thanks for all, jeez, oh, all the comments on the blog, emails of support, messages of support. Um, you know, important. Every single one of them was important to me. Every single one of them I cherished. Uh, thank you very much. Um, uh, Big shout out to Sam, one of my readers who lives in Frankfurt, who arranged a hotel weekend just gone for me to come down on a Saturday night so I could drive down there, meet him, hang out with him and a buddy of his, just fucking drink some whiskey, smoke some cigars and, and, and talk shit. I bailed at the last moment. I was going to do it, but after the Friday night disaster with the ex-good wife, I just contacted him and said, sorry, man, I paid for the hotel. I was like, here's the money for the hotel. Just, you know. Um, but... Um, Sam, I'll, I'll get there, man. I'll get there. I'll get there. But uh, it was just, uh, it wasn't going to happen last weekend. So, guys, thanks for all the support. It means uh, it means a lot. It really does. I'm not just saying that because I'm fucking sitting here and I don't have any of my mates uh, close to me at the moment. So, um, your, um, your messages of support have been brilliant. And uh, you'll notice that the... The posting on the blog has not, I missed, obviously I missed the podcast last week, which was completely the right thing to do because I was out of my mind. Um, but you'll notice that the, the output in the blog is staying the same. Um, so keeping that going, no issue at all. Um, we'll see how tricky it is. I think I'm going to have to buy a new portable computer for when I start traveling around again with the job. Um, especially with the podcasting and that sort of thing. I need to get something powerful. 
Uh, none of your Apple Nazi products. I'm not getting that shit. That's not fucking happening in a million years. So um, thanks for the support too from Aaron Clary, Captain Capitalism. Did a, did a First of all, he did a video thing just on pushing rubber downhill because he heard that I was a couple of episodes ago. He listened to a podcast of mine from a, a month or so ago. He's like, no, oh, Adam doesn't sound that good. I'll just give him a plug. Oh, good on you, Cappy. And by the way, guess what? The wife just walked out on me. <laughs> Uh, so he's been he's been a hell so sold some more books than normal um, so uh, thanks Aaron go check out Aaron Cleary he sponsors my podcast at captaincapitalism.blogspot.com got some fantastic books out Bachelor Pad Economics all those ones he's doing another one he's putting another book out making me look like the fucking piss weak slow poke coach guy that I am um, check out Arsehole Consulting which he runs as well his podcasts, uh, older brother podcast. Um, he's a great guy, and hopefully going to meet up with him soon because I might be over. I might be stateside soon. So, um, Cappy and I are looking at maybe a bit of a motorbike ride together, which would be pretty cool. I've got my Australian driver's license with the motorbike thing on it. Yay! So, uh, vroom vroom vroom. Uh, I'd like a Ducati. Uh, let's do a Cappy. I want a Ducati Peso nine oh six, mate. That'd be nice. Uh, Eighty eight. That'd be lovely. Um, so check him out. Um, I think, look, uh, check out my books, Pushing Rubber Downhill and Run Guts Pull Cones. Subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to my blog. Leave a comment on the podcast. Leave a comment on iTunes is a good one. Leave a comment on my books if you bought them on Amazon or Goodreads or wherever you've got them. Um, I think I'm going to leave it there. I think, uh, I think I've said as much as I, I want to say um, on this topic. Um, and you know um as you can hear i'm sound all right i know i'm going to have some bad days in the future it's not all going to be uphill from here but uh um intense week or so to work out where i fucked up and then um make the moves so that doesn't happen again boys boys to finish off the whole reason we're on earth is to learn lessons and grow as individuals that's why we're here that's why we're here, yeah? And we need to learn these lessons ourselves. We can't just have someone tell us, I'll oh, just do that and do that and do that. Well, all right, then so why am I here? And that's why if you've got a mate who's making the wrong moves, you can give him advice, but he's, just, he's, not, he's only going to hear it when he's ready to. He's only going to listen to you when his ears are finally open. You know? So I've been kicked in the teeth. But that's why we're here. That's why we're on earth. We're on earth to be kicked in the teeth every now and again. Yeah? And I got too comfortable. I got too comfortable. I should have my third book out by now. I should have it out by now. I haven't. I've got too comfortable. I needed a bit of a shake. I need, I need To jump up, you've got to drop down. And that's really important. So... Short-term pain, long-term gain is how I'm looking at this. It's how I always look at stuff uh, and how you should as well. So thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for the support. Uh, if you want to support me, go buy another copy of my book and give it to it as a gift to a young man that you know that needs it. Yeah? 
But all of you did that, like right now. Like, all right, I'm just gonna, I've already bought Adam's books. I'm gonna go buy another copy, hard copy, order that, give it to my nephew, give it to my bloody son-in-law, give it to my younger brother, give it to my father. I don't fucking know. Give it to granddad. Just give it to someone who needs it. Pushing rubber downhill. Run guts, pull cones. Do that for me. Uh, make me some money so I can uh, keep myself in the style that I've become accustomed to over the last 10 years. And uh, don't you go changing. And I'll see you again next week. Ciao.